Hi there, ladies. It's Cheryl McDonald, founder of Yoga Bellies. And today's podcast is for those of you who are completely new to practicing yoga. Okay. So I'm going to take you through, I'm going to give you some nice tips for getting started for people completely new to yoga, yoga newbies. Then I'm going to take you through um, some common mistakes that we see from yoga newbies as well. So people that have never practiced before, some of the things that they might be doing wrong that are hindering their progress or their physical yoga practice. I'm also going to run you through how to actually set up a home yoga practice space as well. So if you are attending Yoga Belly's classes, you can continue your good work during the week as attending a class once a week probably isn't really enough. Okay, so let's get started. So yoga is an absolutely amazing practice. Now, obviously, I am completely biased, but everyone should be able to incorporate it into their normal routine, okay? So that might be daily, it might be once a week, twice a week, but it really should be something that's part of your life. So well done for even getting to this stage. Now, it isn't just good for your physical body, but I'm sure that you're aware that yoga is also fantastic for your mind and emotional state as well. So I'm just going to take you through some things that you might want to consider that you possibly didn't know about if you are completely new to yoga. Number one, be sure to start at your current level, okay? So no matter how unfit you are or how much of a beginner you are, you should start practicing yoga exactly where you are right now. So that means don't jump into headstands and advanced backbends. You know, don't be trying the advanced or intermediate moves when you're new to yoga. Now, even if you run marathons or do CrossFit, yoga is a completely different discipline. And I implore you to start where you are right now, guys. Look for a yoga class or a DVD or download that is specifically for beginners. Now, the great thing about Yoga Bellies classes is that they are for all levels and your certified Yoga Bellies teacher is more than able to accommodate for whatever level you're starting at, okay? They will guide you through your yoga journey. Now, if you've never done yoga, any yoga before, you know, try looking for a teacher who is equipped to deal with this, okay? Do a bit of research on your teacher and the right yoga class for you before you begin. Number two tip, I would say take a class first of all. So lots of people say, oh, I'll just watch this YouTube video or I'll get this book and you try it at home. But I highly recommend that you start your yoga journey by taking a class with an experienced and appropriately qualified teacher. Now, you don't have to do this forever, but it will help you get the postures right, work in your alignment. Your teacher will make modifications depending on your physical health and any other, you know, injuries that you might have or considerations. And they will set up the right environment for you. You know, and there's going to be other people there who are dedicated to their yoga practice. But also from a social and emotional point of view, you have that support around you. So make sure you're going to a class with an experienced, qualified yoga teacher. Um, and that it has the right kind of vibe, because sometimes when you go to yoga classes, um, you know, there can be people who, uh, as we call them at Yoga Bellies, yoga dicks, 
you know, they're judging people, but they shouldn't be there. Don't worry about these people. What you should be focusing on is what's going on in your yoga mat. And I, what I can assure you is that yoga dicks are absolutely banned from yoga bellies, okay? We are not having those kind of people. We're all about being inclusive and supporting each other during our practice. Number three, use yoga props and accessories as you need them. Now, blocks and straps are not just for people that can't practice yoga or they can't do this or they can't do that. It's about enhancing and expanding your practice, okay? And there's lots of tools and accessories that can be really beneficial, especially if you are just starting out. Um, so as I, as I mentioned, yoga blocks are brilliant if you need a little bit of help with flexibility. So for example, if you're doing a forward bend, can't quite get to your toes, just pop a block on the ground Stand it up and put your fingers towards the block. So this can really help you get into the full extent of the posture, even if the body isn't fully complying as yet. Even advanced yogis use blocks. This is nothing to do with your level, okay, guys? So use the props, enjoy the props, allow them to enhance your practice. And remember, some of the basics, your things like your yoga mat, your towel, water bottle, um, a light snack if you happen to be pregnant and you feel nauseous. All of these things are brilliant to bring along to class. Tip number four for newbies, I'd say push yourself only when you're ready to do so. You definitely don't want to be trying advanced yoga moves when you're brand new to yoga, guys, okay? Um, but don't stick to the exact same beginner's workout every single time you practice, all right? As you get accustomed to your current yoga routine, try and switch it up, try something new, you know, ask your teacher um, for some adjustments, add, ask for an advanced version of the posture if that's what you want to do, and this will keep you moving in the right direction, but at a more gradual pace, so you're not going to be overwhelmed or cause yourself any unnecessary injuries. There's also lots of modifications you can make to your current practice to make it a little bit more challenging as well. Now, I'm just going to run through some of the common mistakes that I've seen over the years um, from people new to yoga, all right? Um, now, by avoiding these common mistakes, you'll be more inclined to continue your yoga practice. It's all very well getting started. But you want to keep your yoga bellies practice going, and you also want to make sure that you're safe and you're avoiding any unnecessary injuries. So number one mistake I would say um, is doing advanced postures too quickly or before you're ready. This is the biggest mistake that I've seen over the years. And it's people get excited. They've only done a few yoga classes and they might not be ready for things like advanced postures like headstands, handstands. You know, trying to do a handstand is not a good idea before you can comfortably do downward facing dog, guys. Go with what's comfortable. I know you might be running, running marathons. I know you might already be really fit, but a yoga practice is something completely different. You need to learn how to sit on a bicycle before you can ride it. I would recommend that you start slowly and gradually and then do more advanced postures and practices as you build yogic strength and increase your level of flexibility. Number two, another mistake that I often see is long advanced yoga practices um, from complete yoga beginners, all right? 
this might make you sick of yoga very quickly. But not only this, you could be doing practices and postures that are actually outside of your current skill level, okay? Try to avoid lengthy or intense yoga sessions in the beginning. This will put you off. I'm not saying don't practice hard. I'm just saying do it within your own limitations, guys. And as you're getting used to a basic yoga practice, you might not want to be doing things like hot yoga. I deplore hot yoga at the best of times, but you know, avoid these super intense practices with high temperatures and lots of sweat. Your body will generate internal heat if you're doing yoga properly anyway. You don't need to do things like hot yoga. It's absolutely unnecessary, guys. Um, and your body might not be prepared for the yoga practices when you're dealing with that temperature as well. So if you ever have been to a hot yoga class, I'm sure you probably felt sick, nauseous to begin with. And it's not that um, it you acclimatize and become used to it, it's that it's really not good for your body, okay? So something like Yoga Belly's core play or a dynamic yoga practice where you're building internal heat, natural heat, that's what you want to be doing. Also aim to keep the yoga classes fairly short, so no longer than 60 minutes in the beginning until you become more comfortable with the postures. This goes for your home practice too, okay? So no long advanced yoga sessions to begin with. The third mistake that I see is yoga postures being practiced incorrectly. Now this can be really dangerous guys and I'm sure that you're aware you can hurt yourself if you practice yoga incorrectly and this is another reason to make sure that you are going to a good class with a qualified teacher. Now, every posture has a correct way and an incorrect way to be done, okay? Um, I'm just going to run through a couple of postures uh, and some of the most common ways that they might be done wrong, okay? So, very basic pose, mountain pose. Now, this is your simple standing pose, feet together, hands by the side of the body, head extending up to the sky. And this is exactly why people do it incorrectly because it does look very simple, but you don't want to be sticking your butt out too far to the back as this is going to cause you quite a bit, of, a bit of lower back pain. What you want to do is instead completely focus on a very, very flat back and engaging the buttocks by engaging your abdominal muscles. Okay, so completely flat back and buttocks and engaging the abdominal muscles. So making sure the fingers are pointing down towards the ground, the feet are engaging the toes, the balls of the feet are engaging with the mat and we're extending up through the top of the head in mountain pose. So making sure that we're using every muscle of the body. So although it looks very simple, mountain pose should be activating and using all of the muscles. Another posture, which is uh, done very badly commonly, is downward facing dog. Okay, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Now, lots of people try to do downward dog at an awkward angle with their head and upper back, or they attempt to do a plank. But in, fa in fact, your buttocks should be up in the air and should be up in the air, and your head should be down. Okay, so shoulders back and down away from each other. The feet should have a small gap between them. Don't worry about getting those feet on the ground, guys. It's not important. Bend the knees if you have to. And the final pose I'm going to talk about is Chaturanga Dandasana. 
our staff pose, okay? Now, chaturanga, it's a common mistake in this posture is when people's shoulders dip down and the butt is up towards the ceiling. So you want a nice straight line here and we're coming down, bending the elbows and keeping those forearms tipping under. Okay, so now we've got a few tips for getting started with our yoga practice. And we've looked at some common mistakes that we want to avoid when we are practicing yoga. So now I'm going to give you some tips for setting up your home yoga space. Okay, so this means that you can do yoga at home anytime or even in the office or when traveling. But it's often easier to motivate yourself to practice yoga when you actually have a dedicated yoga space. All right. Now, you may not have a whole room that you can dedicate to yoga. Okay, and you don't need that. All you need is a space the size of your yoga mat, okay? Because when you're practicing yoga, your hands and feet should not come out with that. You just move your body around, okay? So a couple of tips about doing yoga at home. So, so some good spaces to start with. Choose a good room in your house um, somewhere that you can close a door off so that when you're doing yoga, you may have some privacy and some peace and quiet. Doesn't necessarily need to be completely silent, you know, like you're meditating or journaling, but it is good to minimize distractions as much as possible. Now, if you're a new mum or you've got kids running about or iPads going in the background, I know how frustrating this can be, guys, but do not worry. You can practice yoga with music on to drown out the sounds of your children, or you can just, you know, be aware of them and let them go. So it becomes a moving meditation as well, a meditation practice and letting go of what's going on around about you. Now, I always find that the living room can be quite a good spot if you've got enough free space. If you get the Lego out the way or you can move a bit of furniture quickly and easily, find a corner that's going to allow you to store your yoga mat, your block, your towel, that kind of thing. Um, your bedroom's great as well when you need a bit more privacy, although just think about how much room you have. Another, another option might be, you know, the basement or, um, you know, the garden. So these are some nice options for practicing at home, but whatever suits you, whatever feels right, but find that space and make it your own. So what are you going to need in this yoga space? You don't need a lot of kit, guys. Um, a nice yoga mat, a good sticky yoga mat is always advisable. For your home yoga practice, You, if you're new to yoga, you're probably going to be doing it either along to online classes. So if you want to check out Yoga Bellies TV on YouTube or by using a book or DVD, again, check out Yoga Bellies on Amazon for books and DVDs. So make sure you've got electronics close by if that's the case. You, as I said, you will need a yoga mat. That is like your one basic you are going to need. But if you have things like straps and blocks or wheels that you want to use, bolsters are really nice for restorative practice as well. All of these things can enhance your practice. Other accessories you might want to include are things like burning nice aromatherapy candles or an oil diffuser. Um, you might get really into buying nice yoga clothes as well. It's not necessary. All you need is a pair of leggings, something you can move in, guys, okay? A couple more tips for setting up your yoga space as well. So there's lots of different things you can do for it. Now, yoga is, by intention, a relaxing and de-stressing activity, okay? So 
in the space that you are, try to minimize outside stimulation or distractions, okay? Now, bright and bold colors are great for decor, but they're, they're not ideal for getting into a fully relaxed state during your yoga practice. So if you have an area with a lighter or more neutral colors, white walls are perfect, or lighter shades of blue, green, purple, soft yellows, gray, white, any anything like that, if it's possible, you know, go with this. If all you have is a bright red room, that's absolutely fine, guys. Just go with it. This is just a recommendation. So thank you for listening to my podcast today, guys. If you want to find out more about Yoga Bellies, you can visit www.yogabellies.co.uk or you can check out our Yoga Bellies YouTube channel at Yoga Bellies TV. Look forward to chatting with you again soon. Namaste.